0: Welcome to today's podcast, brought to you by Market Scale. I'm Sean Heath, and today I have the pleasure of having a conversation with the one and only Carrie Luxem, the CEO of Restaurant HR Group. Carrie, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. It's a little chilly outside, which yes. is why I'm glad <laughs> I'm inside.
1: Right, me too. So,
0: I I I'm really excited to pick your brain today because. You have a, a really clear sort of thought leader level approach to the topics that we're going to talk about today. So in order to get to that, let's go ahead and go back just a few years and let's kind of trace your path, if we could, sure, from where you started to how you wound up as a CEO of Restaurant HR Group.
1: That sounds great. Yeah. So I know you said a few years, I'll go back even a few more. I actually got my very first job in a restaurant, Dairy Queen, in a small town that I worked in. And, uh, you know, that was a really, really interesting and sort of life changing experience for me. I had the pleasure of working for a really great group and they cared about people and I sort of started to get this passion for leadership early on in my life. And uh, long story short, I worked for my father's small company, non-restaurant uh, company in a small town. And I moved to Chicago and had the pleasure and uh, of meeting the visionary of a company called Potbelly Sandwich Works, which was when I started with the company, there were only three restaurants uh, in, back in 1999. And they had a vision, this great vision of growing the company and uh, creating great opportunities for people and was a great little brand. And I was hired to start their HR department. Um, I spent almost 11 years with Potbelly and helped grow uh, from one market to 10. We had 225 stores when I left Potbelly and it was awesome. I, I learned so much about, Kind of the fundamentals of business and how to care for people and the importance of systems and things like that. So, so I left in 2009, 2010. I, uh, you know, my husband is a restaurateur as well, and so I uh, started taking care of my family and thought I would help him with his restaurants and. Uh, you know, long story short, I started getting calls from people that were starting their own brands that needed help with recruiting and hiring and onboarding. And I, you know, my business was essentially born restaurant HR group. We've been in business for about eight years, uh, actually eight years next month. And we started out doing a lot of uh, administrative and stuff and recruiting and different things. And we've, we've certainly evolved over the last eight years, but I have had a great time working with restaurateurs in Chicago and throughout the country helping them with their people systems and uh, getting great leaders and, and all kinds of things like that. So that's where I am today. And then I also have, so Restaurant HR Group, we handle now the administrative side, payroll benefits and HR administration. Uh, it's very systemized and very, um, you know, it's, it's a great business. And then I also have uh, started carryluxum.com which is really where I'm on a mission to help restaurateurs, independent restaurateurs, franchisees, even large groups and HR uh, directors with setting up great systems and processes and what it really means to have leaders and that sort of thing. So that's kind of where I am today.
0: Now, I've always found the phrase human resources to be somewhat misinterpreted by the majority of people because they focus on the second part of that phrase and they don't focus so much on the first part. Yeah. I had, a, I had a conversation uh, recently with Andrew Rittler from the Dallas Greater Restaurant Association, uh-huh. and we talked about how critically important the culture of, of a restaurant is when you are, in fact, trying to add humans into the entire process. Absolutely. And so I'm interested in your take on the importance of culture from the beginning of any sort of restaurant hospitality venture and how that is, how ingrained in that is in the hiring of top talent and keeping that talent to be just as, as you felt with Dairy Queen, to be part of something that's not just a summer job.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I do believe that culture really matters. And, you know, I was in the business at 15, and I'm in the business now, and I'm a lot older. I won't tell you exactly how old, but I'm a lot older. And culture and leadership... Well, I did the math. I did the math, <laughs>
0: Okay, i have to like 36. 36. Okay, right. right, right you
1: got it. You got it. You're very good at math. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, people, no matter how, what generation you're talking about or the level of technology that's out there, people want to work for companies that care and that care about you as a human being. And culture is what it is. It's not what you say it is. So we, you walk into a company and you go work for somebody the way it is every day, the, their values and the actions that you, feel every day that's what the culture really is and so i do believe it's super important to define what your desired culture is so what do you what's your vision why do you do what you do what's your purpose what's your mission all of those things having uh you know having that outlined and defined yeah that's definitely important but what matters more is that each and every day you're focused on being what you want to be a good company family feel whatever those things are. And then when it comes to recruiting, you basically sell your story and you tell, you make an emotional connection based on uh, what the reality is. And I think so many times you have a restaurant group that is is a really hard place to work and everybody's working too much and they sell something else to the world, to the, you know, as they're recruiting and, and trying to hire. And then that becomes an issue. And I mean, I work with a lot of clients that Definitely don't have leaders that run around patting people on the back and it feels good all the time. But you know they really understand who they are and they're on a mission. And the people that work for these brands, that culture maybe isn't as um, you know isn't as positive all the time. They understand that and communicate it and and you know find the right people for their team. So I think it's so important to to be very honest, to define what you want, to do a pulse check every now and then, and figure out what you're doing and where you're going. I mean, I'm a really small company. And over the last eight years, I've had issues with battling cultural things, you know, like I we're growing too fast and people are tired and I have to constantly focus on, you know, reining it in and making sure we're doing the right things and that people feel great and that I'm not losing my team. And it takes a lot of effort. You have to Teach your leaders how to connect with people and, and kind of keep things flowing the way you want to flow. It's much easier said than done, but it's, it's definitely doable.
0: Let me kind of translate that into the sports metaphor for mm-hmm. just a moment, if I could. Sure. So you hear teams constantly talk about the culture in the locker room the culture of a franchise, and then you hear about them drafting players to fit that culture or Mm -hmm. trading for players that fit that culture. In the restaurant industry, in food and beverage, in hospitality, how much can you look for people that already fit your culture versus having a culture that is so strong that it can help people assimilate to that culture?
1: You know, I think, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I think you can do both, honestly. And it just depends on where you are as a brand. I I will tell you, I mean, obviously, when you're a restaurant group and you have 500 people working in your group, there's no way to recruit. I mean, it's not a team of 20 for the most part. You know, when you're a smaller independent group and you can really um, focus in on having those people and and hone in on those few people that you that you want but as you grow i mean when i was at pot and we had 50 60 employees when i started it was much different a lot easier to find the players that that made sense for the team and it was a small group than when we had you know than having 50 restaurants, you've got thousands of employees, and then it becomes more about each and every leader and coach or multi-unit operator and making sure that they understand the values and the brand and, and the culture, and then they build their little teams. You know, I think it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, it's really tough uh, to, to find the right people for each brand.
0: Do you find that it's more important to have an established culture at the outset versus trying to evolve a culture or are yeah, those things I think not it mutually exclusive?
1: naturally, but I do think it's very important from the beginning if you're starting a restaurant group or if you're opening a restaurant to define these things. Now, I don't think it's necessary to spend uh, months and months and months on this. I think there's culture fairy tales too, you know, but I do think you can you should focus on what it is you want to be. What is your vision? What do you really want people to feel when they work in your group and define those things? And then not only, you know, write them out, put them in the handbook because that's what everybody does, you know, really living those things. How do you live the culture and the the groups that we work with and that I'm connected to that know who they are and they are absolutely, uh, you know, laser focused on their plan and their vision They get it and they do better and as a restaurant group, you know, financially and otherwise. So I do think having it defined, it's going to evolve. There's no way, uh, you know, obviously, as you grow, I mean, I think there's some big brands that uh, are out there that have been who they are for years and years and years. And, um, you know, they stick to their core principles and values, but they still have evolved as a brand with a lot of the different things that have happened in the world technology wise and stuff, but, uh, they, they stay true to what they believe and who they are. And those are some of my favorite groups (laughs) too, by the way.
0: So. You mentioned a very important part of culture and that's the evolution, Mm -hmm. which is a natural, that's just a natural progression, but that evolution I think is driven By the new employees that come in and by the actual individual growth of your employees, there's a synergy that happens that causes a growth in groupthink. It causes a growth in uh, attitudes and approaches. And Mm -hmm. as these employees stay with the company longer, they start to take a personal pride, which causes them to just naturally find ways to be more efficient, uh, find ways to just be better at the tasks that are given to them but also want to assume more responsibility and i think that's how you grow leaders within the company but those that that top talent those people those players that think that way how there has to be a balance in in cost with keeping those employees engaged and motivated so that they feel comfortable enough to stay long enough to grow within the company.
1: Yeah, it is so, so important and essential that leadership is, that leadership is so important like top leadership making sure they're driving these initiatives and uh the focus because you know as as you know i again i was with Pop Belly for a long time and in the culture there but we went it was a roller coaster ride you know and it was there were different leaders and different messages and what happens when you have a company that even grows from one restaurant to three or four or five or six If people that have been there from the beginning have an idea of how it's supposed to be, there's no way to, to stop the changes from happening system wise. And some people think it feels now too corporatey and, you know, having the right leadership in, in place and being able to communicate. The, the, the big picture and connecting people to that big picture over and over and over is essential for culture. And when you do that right, when leadership really is tapped into how to get the most out of people and how to communicate really well, uh, it becomes a lot easier. But um, you know, if it were easy, I mean, everybody would have success doing it. And that's why I think this is, this is such, um, you know, and it's hard, it's hard. So many people don't even understand, like, what does it really mean? What does culture really mean? And how do I define it? And how do I live it? And it's, it's really, it's really, really difficult, but, um, yeah. So I, I think that, I think that that restaurateurs should, should define it, should, uh, you know, should know who their leaders are, take a lot of time and energy to build an in, impeccable leadership team that cares about the right things for their brand and that can continually drive the processes, the initiatives, um, you know, the relationships that are so important in operating any kind of business.
0: As a CEO of your own company, and then, of course, having watched your husband begin his restaurant career as well, mm-hmm. do you – I would imagine that it would – it. maybe I'm oversimplifying this, but it would seem to me that if I were starting a company, I would just naturally make it a company that I would want to work for. Right. But it's not yes. that easy. It's not that no. easy, is it?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, it's just hard. Everybody's so different. You know, I've met so many, for example, like executive chefs that are really passionate about food and recipes and building a restaurant that is that is going to provide this trendy, cool restaurant with celebrity chefs or whatever it may be, but maybe they don't like people or, you know, whatever it may be. And so they've got to figure out, again, it goes back to just building the right leadership team and deciding what and who you want to be as a restaurant group. I mean, I would tell you that honestly, Sean, most people say that they want to have a restaurant that is, uh, you know, obviously serving great food and, uh, you know, customer focused, that is uh, providing opportunity for people in an environment. fun and rewarding and we have opportunities. That's what everybody sort of says they want to have, but how you get there is really the part that a lot miss, you know, and, and what you really have to commit to each and every day. I mean, culture, you know, as I've said, and, and other, Uh, podcasts or or, uh, articles I've written, you know, it's not, It's culture isn't something that lands on your to-do list. (laughs) It's not a one-time thing. You've created something. And then, you know, obviously here we have it. It's, it's a constant focus. It's constantly figuring it out and the world as it evolves, the world is it's things change. I mean, we have so much more uh, access to different technology today and you know, That doesn't change the fact you have to be good to people. And so that's kind of what I'm really focused on here is keeping it about being real to people and uh, making emotional connections and inspiring people. And, um, you know, obviously as your company grows and evolves, the importance of having super easy to understand systems and processes, giving the whys to your group, that's how you're going to be successful in growing your brand.
0: And if you're one of these chefs, that has this dream of this cool trendy spot yeah. that they want to have, and they know they have a vision in their mind of how they want the tablecloth to look, and they yeah. know the whole experience that they want to share with their guests, but ultimately they have to be focused on the bottom line or that dream will it won't matter right, right. if the doors aren't open if the light bill's not paid, then that dream is is shelved. How important is it really? And in, in all of these tactics that we've talked about, attracting and hiring the top talent and making sure that your culture is consistently moving forward and keeping your employees engaged and motivated, just how important are those tactics to, to maintaining that bottom line without sacrificing the, the dream?
1: The key differentiator, in my opinion, is people. You've got to have the right people. And so, you know, I know a lot of really great restaurants with some of the best food that uh have a clear vision but they don't you know they don't connect with their people and they don't they don't have a great system for hiring and recruiting and hiring top talent and whatever and they struggle, you know, and that's I mean there's always gonna be those restaurants that that aren't focused on these quote HR things that do okay, you know, that they're 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 very popular or whatever. But I think the brands, the chefs, the restaurant tours that focus on uh hiring great talent at all levels in back of the house in the front the management you know all that and they create really simple processes to manage all of the complexities that restaurateurs have to deal with they come out ahead in the long run and you know I, I will like i said i i've been following a lot of these larger brands that that just do it right in terms of um how they go out and attract people and how they um empower people within their groups and, and develop leaders and promoting people from within. And they just seem to have such a higher level of success, you know? And, um, you know, so I think that everybody just has to keep striving for that. And again, it's certainly not as, like I said, I, I have a little company. It's hard for me and people or, you know, eight people, how do I keep people happy and keep them challenged and learning and growing and stay focused on making money and, and, you know, changing our strategies. But, it's my job as the leader of my company to continue to, to focus on that. That's what restaurateurs need to do as well.
0: And as you continue moving forward to try and help these, these restaurants, mm-hmm. these restaurateurs become employers or restaurateurs of choice, what do you see coming in the, say, let's say in the next two to five years that kind of has your attention
1: um you mean in terms of like technology or just anything in general sure
0: oh anything in general anything
1: in general I you know I think I do think you know I'm not a I'm not a very savvy tech person and I know there's a lot of technology out there and there needs to be we um you know obviously on the side of restaurant operations I mean people are going cashless there's all kinds of different things like that but in the world that I live in when it comes to people and and HR I think that is as Um, as the industry evolves, uh, it seems like restaurateurs are getting more and more savvy when it comes to whether it be recruiting technology or payroll systems and different things like that. I think uh, that is really important, but to never lose sort of that personal touch that that goes away oftentimes with, with technology. And so as I'm evolving and trying to teach what I, what I know. It's I'm just trying to keep restaurant restaurateurs grounded on the fact that you've got to, you know, you've got to take care of your people. You've got to close the laptops. You've got to have conversations and connect with people in that, at that level emotionally. And then they're going to work hard for you to help your restaurant be a huge success. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say exactly where's the industry going. for me, at least I, I sort of stay focused on, The world that I live in, I do see a lot, oh my gosh, so much uh, technology, so many different apps and different things that you can use to go out and find people and onboard them and all that. And I think those are all really wonderful tools, but those things, in my opinion, are never going to be the end all be all for building a great company and having awesome systems and, um, you know, and and again, uh, leadership, you know, that those things are certainly maybe going to help some things become easier, but it really comes down to relationships and and leadership.
0: And that brings us back to the beginning, the phrase human resources, whereas technology will change the way that we apply the resources. It still starts off with humans. And I have to say, you have your head, your heart in the right place. And it has really been a joy to get to talk to you today. Today, I've been talking to Carrie Carrie Luxem, the CEO of Restaurant HR Group. You can find more information out at Carrie Luxem. that's C-A-R-R-I-E-L-U-X-E-M.com. Carrie, thanks so much for taking the time today. I hope you have a marvelous day.
1: Thank you, Sean. You too.
0: And I look forward to talking to you again down the road.
1: Sounds great. Thank you.